Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Zenia. He is the co-founder of House of Creators, along with Vlada. With their YouTube channel and podcast, their goal is to help creators build a fulfilling life by teaching them how to build an online business around their passion and have an unshakable mindset while doing so. Their vision is that House of Creators will be a warm place of trust and help for all creators, a place where they can hang out, collaborate, and build their dream lives together. Let's find out how he gets into helping people for their online businesses with their right passion and mindset. So Zenia, thank you so much for coming on to the episode. Thank you for having me. Awesome, man. So how are you doing today? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, doing good today, a bit tired, a lot of work to do, but doing very, very good. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> something about myself. Yep. Maybe, um, you know, about our project, our company, House of Creators, which we are working together with my wife on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the main project that we are working on right now. Um, besides some client work that we have. Nice. Um, yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'm 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 glad that you're keeping keeping busy, keeping you know, keep hustling and <laughs> keep getting the work done. Cause in these times, you know, you just gotta keep keep active, otherwise you're gonna go crazy because we can't really go outside, you know, go mingle with other people. We just gotta stay home and stay safe. Even though there's been you know, phases of launches. And if um you're just tuning in, we're we're talking about COVID nineteen and how we're all staying home. And um, so I met Zenia through our mutual love interest of Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. He launched like crazy on YouTube doing live streams every single day for over 100 days. And by the time you listen to this episode, he's probably going to be 150 or 120. 111th episode today. Yeah. So 111 episode. That is just an amazing milestone. And he's providing so much value. Like today's video is all about people don't buy from you or people don't buy. Why people don't buy products is they're not interested in the product. They're interested in who you are as a person. And I was interested in who Xenia was and as a person. So I was like, Xenia, let's talk. You know, you created this Slack group. You, you're bringing all of these community together. And so people can talk about what they love, you know, podcasting affiliate marketing um, marketing in itself there's so many things so many topics entrepreneurs talk about so it's really awesome that you you know there's uh there's like 150 some odd people in the slack group and it's it's pretty amazing yes it's to amazing see the support in there so tell us you know what inspired you to enter this market, enter this space and realm? Like, like what's, what's your journey? Tell us a little bit about how you got started. Uh, it's 
actually a quite mixed up journey because um, I grew up in Germany. So um, like I was born in Ukraine, but we moved when I was six to Germany. So I grew up in school. I was in school and university in Germany. And uh, the country, Germany, as it is, is very um, conservative and they're, uh, yeah, very into nine to fives and working for a boss and stuff like that. But I grew up with a freelancer dad and I saw always this um, kind of business side of things and entrepreneurship side. And I was always interested in having my own business rather than working for somebody and i actually it's quite funny because i always had somehow um issues with working for somebody mm -hmm. uh, or like with teachers or so uh, because i always had my own opinion on things and that had a lot <laughs> that um yeah a lot of problems because of that in school and stuff like that so yeah then um I was in your university and yeah, I thought always like, I don't know what to study and I studied what I like, but I didn't know what to work. Mm -hmm. So this is basically how I actually got to Pat Flynn and to marketing and to this whole entrepreneurship journey. Because uh, at one point I was like, okay, now I'm moving towards a nine to five and I'm already in the university, but I still don't know what to work. And I wanted to figure it out. I thought a lot about, um, yeah, how to build an own business, mm -hmm. how to not work for somebody. I also thought about like, I will, somehow I had this idea of passive income and stuff like that. And I heard about blogging that you could somehow potentially earn with blogging. But I was, of course, more influenced by Germany even though I was hanging around U.S. communities and stuff like that. Um, but I had the idea of just going to the internet and like Google, <laughs> good old friend Google, and um, looking for like online work and stuff like that. And I heard about blogging and combined this with working from home and online business and just really typed in um, how to make money blogging and Pat was the first person I saw. So this is where kind of everything began because I uh, really learned everything concerning blogging and entrepreneurship, affiliate marketing and stuff like that, how to make money online, basically. Uh, what I could found, find on Pat's site. So I read everything on my way to university and back because I had a one and a half hour drive yeah um and i was reading all everything about that and like because it was also so interesting it I, I didn't expect that it was so interesting and it was in the end easier than i thought it would be so pat laid down everything so good and so like step by step that you could actually really follow his uh path and um do it on your own yeah that's amazing uh because Pat talks, you know, he he's he's an amazing gentleman, very down to earth, and he's and our listeners are probably aware of Pat and I've talked talked about him a lot over the years. And uh, I met, I wish I met Pat Flynn, but I I get to attend his online classes or online office hours and get to ask him questions about different things. 
and he's always just there to to help anybody mm-hmm. out i mean it, he, he's he's almost like a sort of servant leader which is so powerful so what's awesome is uh so we got to meet we got to meet and we got to talk about platform we got to talk about the different things now one thing by hanging out in the slack community that I realized is that you've been working Pinterest angle a lot. So tell us a little bit about Pinterest. How did you get to 500 million? Was it 5 million? Five, 5 million. 5 million <laughs> yeah. traffic, you know, people coming to your sites, to your blog sites it and was, whatnot. It was the Pinterest. It was the Pinterest. But that um, initially, that's kind of funny because when we started our very 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 first business our very 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 first website we had already um without like actually without kind of knowing the whole structure and how everything works we already had in the first two or three weeks already 1500 visitors on our page and this is like if you think about seo this is just not not possible because you have to optimize this whole stuff and i was like always this growth hacking thinking and like i want somehow the a better path i don't want to follow the traditional path Mm -hmm. and this is also the mindset that basically got me into pinterest because um after university i uh, got into an internship into digital marketing Mm. which is actually also impossible in germany because Germany is like, if you didn't study something with economics or so, it's, it's not real to get into marketing. Mm-hmm. But I was so passionate about marketing. I learned so much from Pat. And I just, when I had this interview, I was like, boom, this, this knowledge, <laughs> you know, to my future boss. And he was like, okay, dude, if you stay like motivated like this, then you're in. And I'm, yeah. of course, I'm, mo- I'm motivated as this. And um, yeah, then he took me. But I realized pretty fast that I learned a lot more from Pat than I learned from this job. And I Mm -hmm. looked for other jobs and I saw they always do kind of like marketing agencies in Germany. I don't know how they're in US, but in Germany, Mm -hmm. they all make the same mistakes. They don't think they, they think like inside the box and how they use social media. I didn't really like that. And because, of course, I had this picture of Pat community and so and anyways i um thought about like okay i'm interested in social media what types of social media platforms are out there yeah and then i was like there was one platform which was interesting it was like visual marketing and i showed it to my mom it was some like it's funny because many moms use Pinterest, yeah? <laughs> and I, this is also the um, meaning of Pinterest that so many moms or only moms are on Pinterest. And yeah. I was like, okay, then Pinterest. Yeah, yeah, that was Pinterest. And I, I don't know, somehow something had, Pinterest has to it because I don't know, I, has to, I have to try it out because like everyone is on Instagram, everyone is on Facebook and yeah. So I wanted to try out something else. And then I got onto it. I tried it out. And um, when I started even researching it and trying it out on my own, it blew my mind because I saw people like uh, getting tons of traffic to their website, like 
literally uh, 500,000 monthly visitors wow. on their blog. And so monthly, like, and they invested maybe a year or so into it. Like, imagine how much time you would invest if you use SEO for that. Yeah. Like, CPAD gets 500,000 monthly visitors, he said, to his blog. And he's now, um, he has now YouTube, he has Instagram, he has his podcast, he has, uh, yeah, his SEO optimized blog. And he's 10 years into this. Yeah. And then I discovered these people who managed the same results after one year and one blog. And I was like, there has to be something. There has to be something about it. And this is basically how I got into it. Yeah. I started testing it and I was like, I, I was really geeking out a bit about it because <laughs> I really loved Instagram and I had good results with Instagram because I was, I'm also a photographer. And yeah. so I'm very visually BS and um, I really like this visual content and art content and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I just couldn't not like Pinterest. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. You know, Pinterest, so there's there's very specific thing that's different about Pinterest that the other platforms kind of get it, but they don't really get it. And I was doing some research on Pinterest, as, mm -hmm. you know, when we had our first conversation, and I was looking. Okay, when was when did Pinterest come out? It was like 2009. Mm -hmm. Facebook came out a lot or before before Pinterest. Yep. Instagram Instagram was around the same time. But the the target audience for each of these platforms was very, very different. Initially, 80% of female women were using Pinterest because it's like a board and you're putting pins. And this is what you told me, you know, you create yeah. boards and you put pins on each of the boards and you specify what this board is going to be about. It's almost like a vision board. And I've never, exactly. I've never designed vision boards, so... You know, it's something you that should try. <laughs> right, I should try it. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little, so tell us a little bit more, you know, what are some of the things that people can do to start using Pinterest to drive traffic to their platforms? You mentioned that, you know, one of the reasons that Pat is getting a ton of traffic is because he has a ton, of, he has many different sources yep. to bring traffic. And so I've been in the internet, internet marketing. I've been watching the internet marketing movie for the past 20 years, right? I haven't, I haven't been participating it, in it. There's, you know, there's SEO, there's backlinking, there's, there's a ton of different terminology that they use. And blogging was really powerful because Google was initially intended to be a search engine for library books. And when you have a search engine for library books, well, you're going to bring in, anytime you search a term, it's going to see, okay, how many times is this term mentioned in, the, in any book? It's going to give you the right book that you're looking for. So when you're creating blog content and when you're creating content for your blog and you're being very specific, mm -hmm. and that's where the keyword, fun keyword comes from, right? When you're being very specific people are coming to your content. The reason I am backtracking in this is because they used to say content is king. Everybody say, you got to have content. You got to have content. Now we are, we're creating many different forms of content. We have copy, we have blogs, we have photos. Uh, photos were not really easily trackable 
because you know we don't have that kind of AI yet. But with photos, they they started introducing hashtags and they, they started introducing um, content piece that you can ta- attach to, and that's what Instagram was doing. So what what can you tell us about what can somebody do right now to start utilizing the power of Pinterest? Regist on Pinterest, actually. Get on Pinterest. <laughs> uh, yeah, get, just get on Pinterest and test it out on your own, how, how, how you use it. Because uh, when we first back in those days, like when it just started to use Pinterest, we actually use it as vision boards. Like uh, I was into the uh, CGI and 3D art space. Mm. I learned a lot of drawing. And if you learn uh, drawing, you have to create... Um, uh, uh, a, a knowledge base let's say a knowledge base uh, where um, a knowledge of vision <clears throat> base for uh, where you can pick something like basically you look all the whole time at it and then you can draw it from your mind but you you have to get the creative juices flowing and this is how we use it i uh, saved a lot of uh, art and um, expanded my visual library in my mind let's say and this is also how people use pinterest so when they let's say you're in the yoga niche right yeah um people will will need inspiration first and then they will need workouts so they go on pinterest and it's like youtube or seo um they look for yoga workouts after work they look for yoga workouts in the morning they Mm -hmm. look for yoga uh, workouts to calm down and stuff like that so this is again the search and intent which is also uh on youtube and google so basically if you understand youtube and google you're will be the king on pinterest because pinterest is uh most likely an easier version of all that because there is almost not like there is competition of course there are 300 million people on it and growing yeah, yeah. but they still don't really know how to use it and most people on pinterest are not marketers or mm-hmm. entrepreneurs but people who need inspiration and um workouts or food or something to find so uh, it's the search intent and uh, so you basically have to understand SEO kind mm-hmm. of because you optimize your boards on SEO, you optimize your pins on SEO, you optimize your profile on SEO. And the second thing is that you have to understand that it doesn't work like Instagram. So on Instagram, you have a post uh, and you have a caption and you have your hashtags mm-hmm. and you pump them out. And then, okay, most people hope that something happens, of course. But, uh, of course, you have to go out and engage so that people see if you're in the beginning. But this is something that you don't really have to do on Pinterest. But if you do it, this is, of course, better because nobody engages on Pinterest because you don't need to engage because Mm. you have SEO-optimized content, which will be found. Of course, engaging is like... um, the secret sauce a bit maybe because nobody on pinterest engages and if you engage people will see you you know yeah so this is like uh, building backlinks and this is a long-term game no, that's... But, yeah but basically you have to just focus on seo and build boards join group boards because people have their own boards or group boards 
Oh, wow. Yes. And there's even group boards. Yes. And do you know why this is so mind blowing? No. Now imagine you join a group board when you create, when you just create an account. And this group board has already, let's say, 1,000 or 5,000 followers. And let's say 10 people who post to this board, including you. Mm-hmm. So you basically get access to those 5,000 followers with an account which you just started. So imagine this potential. Like you get access to a reach of 5,000 people and you can join. Yes, immediately. And you can join many group boards. So you can have up to 250 boards, I think, on Pinterest or so. Wow. So and this is a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I bet, yeah. yeah. There's even people on, well, I was looking on social media marketing stuff on Fiverr, and there's people that will just focus on your Pinterest. And yeah. I think the other thing, other big thing that you mentioned was backlinking, right? Yeah. And what I mentioned earlier, content is king. And then I asked people, you know, who do you think is the queen of the <laughs> internet? <laughs> That's a good question. But do you know the answer? I think I heard it, but I would like to hear it a second time. <laughs> so the queen of the internet marketing is links. Because sure, you have a ton of content. You have a ton of content on your page. And if it's not linked to anything at all, yeah. well, it's you can't find it. So you got to link it. And that's I think that's a big game that um, Pinterest is playing. They're like, we're going to enable you to link every single pin to wherever you want it to point to. Yep. Instagram is like, no, no, you can only have one link. And if you if you get to 10,000 plus followers on your Instagram, yep. you can add a link to your stories, okay? Or you can pay for it. So I think that's a really good game that, you know, Pinterest has been playing. And they've been around just the same time as, uh, you know, Instagram has. Instagram just got big so fast because it was very focused on what they wanted to offer. They wanted to create a space for people to put curated photographs that they took on their Instagram profiles. I mean, game has changed since then. You know, now it's owned by Facebook. You know, there's there's a ton of stuff happening. But I think Pinterest is keeping that truth. And it's interesting to see that Pinterest is still at 300 million users or 330 million. And so the organic reach is really high. You know, right now, a lot of people, even Gary Vaynerchuk mentioned this in in 2018 or 2019. And this is like six months after his book came out, Crushing It. He didn't mention much about LinkedIn, but he started talking about LinkedIn because there's about 500, 600 million people on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So the organic reach is really high on that. Compare that with Facebook with 2.5 billion yeah. people. They have to tweak those algorithms so you don't see everything all the time, right? Yeah. You you only have a reach of 5 5, you know, 1 to 5 to 10% of people that are your friends that will be able to see what content you're posting. So that's that's a really great pay, place to get started. So what are your recommendations that somebody would do? So you go in there, you create your account, you find your niche that you're 
going to be posting your content around, right? Mm-hmm. What's what are some of the other things that that people should be doing to maximize? Well, first, uh, every uh, w- well, first, if you think about social media in general, you, you have to think about what platform is good for you because Pinterest mm-hmm. is very good and if you have a niche that fits pinterest it's very good but at first i would check out if you have a fitting niche it's like 90 percent sure that you have a fitting niche for pinterest but still go to the categories page with which pinterest has Mm -hmm. and look if your niche is good for pinterest and if it's good for pinterest dive deep into pinterest because this is the best investment that you can do and you will learn that you Basically, really, you just have to optimize SEO, optimize your pins because um, if you just think about it, um, Instagram provides only one link because they don't want people to go off their platform. And Pinterest does the same thing as Google does. They want people to find a stuff that they love. So they basically really send people to pages. That is why every pin provides a backlink. Mm. And you can really have like 100 followers or so. I recently, one week or so ago, I saw um, a person who was testing Pinterest if she's like, just for fun, if she's still good with Pinterest because she also started with Pinterest like three years ago or so and started a new account. And she had 600 followers and 600,000 monthly clicks on her pinterest profile monthly viewers yeah and she made it like in i i think two three four months or so so and um the thing is if you have your uh pins and your boards uh seo optimized you get more views than only from your followers so you you, it spreads throughout the whole project yeah that's really that's really interesting so when you say when you so when you keep I think you're mentioning SEO optimized and that's a pretty yeah. standard term, especially when you're looking at marketing. You want to make sure that your your keywords and your content is in line with the niche that you're talking about. So that's what SEO optimized means. And it's it's really good to see that that there are still platforms on in this year twenty twenty that people can jump in now and start utilizing its traffic building methodology. You know, one thing that really annoyed me about Pinterest is anytime I would go on Google and search for specific images, mm-hmm. it would bring back Pinterest links. Yep. And there's a lot of follow through, like, okay, you click on here, you get to the board, and they want you to install the app, and then you install the app, and you're like, okay, where was I? Then you go back to the search. So there's a lot of like, referral referral links like okay how does this really work so i had to like figure it out and like okay it's taking me to an actual website where then i can find out more about that pin that somebody shared because they have a ton of inspirational images like i'm looking to build a desk i'm looking to build a cabinet you know i need some ideas you know how can i do wood joinery so i'm looking at all this stuff like, okay, how do I get to the actual source of this? So I, what I started doing is I started uh, searching for con- content or images and then adding minus Pinterest.com because 
it just drove me insane. I was like, I would just want to stay on Google and search for these things and go back. But um, now that I understand how Pinterest works, thanks to you, Xenia, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to understand a little better and, and deep, go a little bit deeper. And like you said, it's, it's a different platform. It doesn't, it's not, it's not like other platform. Like for mm -hmm. example, if you search for videos on Google, it'll take you to a YouTube video. Or mm -hmm. if there's a video on, on Daily Motion, you know, other video sites. But I think this is a really eye-opening experience for me at least, you know, how I can use it to market my podcast. Because all I'm doing is is teaching people how to get better at one thing or another and inter internet marketing. I'm talking mm -hmm. to, you know, writers, authors, producers, actors, you know, directors. It's pretty it's very broad, but I'm always looking to, okay, how do you get from point A to point B? And by using different tools that are available to us in this year, 2020. Actually, podcasts are very popular right now. Uh, from what I saw the last few months, pod mm -hmm. it, it, literally the term podcast got very popular since COVID-19 on Pinterest. So perfect timing. Perfect timing. That's right. And and what's funny is that for so podcasting has been around since two thousand five, I think. Whoa. Uh, I know. Uh, it it might be later than that. I can't remember, but it, it started as something. And 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 I know um, Pat Flynn jumped in around twenty ten, and he's had Whoa. his podcast for about ten years. And till twenty seventeen, there were still about. 600,000 podcasts. Yeah, there are the still 900,000 or so. I just recently saw statistics. That's so crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> just in 2018, there was 200,000 new podcasts. Uh, 2019, you know, still climbing. And now we're close to a million. Close to a million. And, yeah. And not the tools, even a million still. Not even a million still, yeah. yeah. So what's funny is that it's so easy to start a podcast. Yeah. It's so easy to do any of that. The key is to be consistent in creating yep. content. You got to create that. Um, <laughs> oh yes, that's true. I just uh, we I just remember when we uh, I was like, okay, podcast sounds so interesting, and it sounds really easy to start. And I was like, okay, I I, I just have I'm testing around a lot, and I was like, I just have to test it, and I was like already having three episodes uh, uploaded and I was like, this is day one. How easy is podcasting actually? Yeah. So uh, consistency is key, but starting a podcast is like nothing to do. Like you can do it in a few hours. Absolutely. In fact, anchor.fm has an amazing way to get you started to be a podcast. You just download an app, just like you download Instagram or YouTube or TikTok. You can start creating content right from your smartphone. It's that easy. Anchor.fm, really powerful app. And that's the platform that I've been using since day one on creating my podcast. Sure, there are other platforms like Podbean and, and Libsyn, a lot of people talk about. But Anchor.fm is free. Just like Instagram. Nobody, You don't pay to be on Instagram or on Facebook or on YouTube. Sure, there's ads on there. But Anchor.fm has taken that same model. I 
almost want to say that Anchor is trying to be the YouTube for podcasting. Mm, that's cool. And just last year, Anchor got picked up for half a million dollars. Or wait, yeah, $500,000 by Spotify. So now Anchor is owned by Spotify. Aha. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. That's in fact, in fact, Joe Rogan, who has one of the hugest following as a podcaster, he, he does two-hour episodes with Elon Musk and, you know, really big folks like that. Yeah, and you've probably crazy. seen that photo of, you know, Elon smoking. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Joe Rogan recently signed up with Spotify. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Right? So Spotify is really pushing, really pushing hard and getting in the space of Spotify, uh, of uh, podcasting. So that's just really awesome. And it gives people a lot more options on what they can do and, and how they can get information. That's interesting <laughs> because I was actually, when I was looking, Mm -hmm. Anchor was the first uh, podcast host which got me interested because they have a good design and everything, how they have structured it. I liked it, but like yeah. literally everybody said, don't use Anchor. And I was like, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know. I resonate with Anchor. I like it and I would love to try it out. But yeah, it, it, this is kind of uh, very motivating what you say, even this with, with Spotify, because I was like hesitating a bit, mm -hmm. but still wanting to try it out. And you yeah. now you say that yeah. it's good and Spotify and Spotify wouldn't buy some shit. Something you know? that's going downhill, right? Yeah. They want to, you know, create an anchor in the space mm -hmm. of podcasting. <laughs> um, put on put on words. Um, so play on words there with anchor.fm is an awesome platform. So what's really cool about, um, so a lot, I've been talking to a lot of, people that are trying to get on podcasts and everybody's like, Oh, lips in lips in lips. And so I was like, all right, let me get the record straight. Let me do some research on all of these different platforms and what are you able to do? So the reason people are always talking about lips in or Podbean is number one, you get to pay <laughs> to be on their platform. Mm -hmm. You have to pay. So, so lips in is one of the most, it's been around the longest. It's been, it doesn't, they haven't updated the UI in the past 15 years, right? So as long as they've been around, they haven't updated the UI. Sure, there's a lot of power in what they can do. They give you a little site, but Anchor does, does all of that too. I can schedule 10 episodes on my podcast ahead of time. I can set the schedule date. I can drop the artwork. I can drop in all that description text. And I just set it on autopilot. Just like just like that, you can do it on YouTube. You can schedule stuff ahead of time. You can do the same thing on Facebook and Instagram. You can schedule all of this stuff to go out ahead of time. So that makes life a lot easier. But a lot, a lot of times when people ask, tell you, don't go with Anchor, you should ask them why. And then they'll probably give you the reason about around what they think. So one of the things that I like about Anchor is that they will go out and create your your syndication on other platforms. For example, they'll set up set up your podcast on on Apple. They'll set up your podcast on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, on all of these. There's at least ten or twelve different platforms that you can that they'll automatically set up your podcast as soon as you launch an episode. 
Whereas if you go with Podbean or if you go with Libsyn, you have to do that, all of that stuff manually yourself. Whoa. So crazy. that automation, that, you know, that specific part of it is what keeps me here on Anchor.fm. All right, man. We've been talking about using interest, using Pinterest with interest <laughs> yeah. to create marketing and bring traffic to your site, to your blog, to your YouTube. And I think that's what you're doing right now. Am I right? Also, yeah, to YouTube. So you can bring traffic to wherever you want. And you don't have to engage as much as you do mm -hmm. on Instagram. Or you don't even have to engage at all. At all. You just post yeah. it and you're like, hey, guys, go check this out. And boom. It sounds very sexy, man. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Really, it is. But somehow people, I, I still wonder why people don't use it. People that is why use... Vlada and I want to spread that because people need to use it. Yeah. And I, I, could, I should potentially say like, this is our little secret and will stay with us. But why? I, I why? Just like, no oh, point. Yeah. You should be doing a masterclass on using Pinterest for marketing. Yeah, Boom. we think about it. <laughs> it's not that we hard, think. man. And then that, can, that masterclass can then become into a course that people can take. We and I'm sure course. you have, we have a course. All right, we have perfect. A course. <laughs> perfect. We'll plug in the course in the episode, okay. you know, in the show notes. So then people can go. Check your course out and learn more about how to use Pinterest for marketing. Oh, it's, it's not only about using Pinterest. It's like the course is not for fun called Pinterest Viral Domination. <laughs> nice. It, it's a lot more than that. I like the name of it, man. So, yeah, we'll drop in the link uh, to the course that Zenya and Vlad. Is it you and Vlad? Vlada. Or? Yeah. Vlada. Okay. You guys created and... I'll be happy to check it out myself, you know, see, take some pointers and um, like, uh, what's his name? Dr. Evil from, <laughs> yeah. what was that movie? Uh, I can't remember. Gold member with uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Dr. Evil <laughs> tried to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lot. Okay, this is this has been a lot of fun talking to you again. Uh, we had so much good, you know. I we got to dig in a little bit, a little bit deeper on Pinterest. Got a little to learn more about you and and what inspired you to take on the entrepreneurship because you don't want to work for somebody else. You want to make your own hours. Yeah, you know? and I actually also want to help people because I hadn't the chance in my nine to five to help people because it was all about make sales and get money and i was like yes. dude really <laughs> you're you're helping a company as opposed to a person yeah. so in the user experience uh terminology we use personas when we're creating yeah you know when you're creating a design yeah, because also, you want to do <laughs> yeah so we want to and with marketing the same thing you create a persona like we're creating this product for this specific person mm -hmm. wow but when you're working for a company, there's no persona yeah. around a company. Like, okay, who do you <laughs> lean towards, you know? Um, so that's awesome. All right, man. At this point, I'd like to ask some good questions, some funny questions. Yeah. 
that our guests and get to answer. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Still definitely Shaolin Kung Fu. <laughs> so we, we're going to have a Kung Fu artist right here in Xenia, probably in the next three, four years, once his yes. automation system starts, you know, he's going to go, you know, go learn some Shaolin Kung Fu and play some Shaolin soccer, you know. <laughs> Remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. It was so good. I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. All right. Next question. What did you want to be when you were a child? Really? I had time to think about it. And oh, it good. was, yeah, it was still martial artist because still I, martial I, arts. I, I, this is the sole, the single dream that I ever had was being like a Kung Fu art master. <laughs> <laughs> so between, so I've, I've grown up watching Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. They are, and, and Jet Li, and um, there's some other folks. Um, Don Yang. <laughs> so Don Yang is probably newer. You know, yeah. I'm much older, so, you know, I've grown up watching Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And, yeah, yeah. you know, these I, I guys. <laughs> yeah, so those are like, those, like I'm old school, right? I'm, I'm in my 40s. So I grew up watching these guys, and every time I watch, I watch Jackie Chan movies. Like anytime I know there's a Jackie Chan movie out, I need to see it because he is so good and he's so funny. And there's actually a scene where Jackie Chan got to fight. He was he was in the crowd fighting Bruce Lee, and he's like, "That was that was my best moment." <laughs> yeah. And and one of the really great things that I love about Jackie Chan is that he will not shy from trying and failing over and over. Like yeah. there's there's stories of him doing the same scene over a hundred times, 140 times till he gets that choreography perfect. And I think that's something that we all as human beings, as entrepreneurs fail to do. We fail to fail. We're yeah. like, oh, I don't we want to try to because I'm going to fail. So we fail already. Yeah. So try a hundred different times. And if you don't make it through, then you know that, you know what? You can try one more time. And that's how, that's why we have light bulbs because Thomas Alva Edison didn't give up. He, yeah. He's like, that's 10,000 different ways. That I know, I know things are not going to work. So I'm going to keep trying and figure this out. So you got to keep trying. You got to keep pushing through and getting through that wall. So. Zenia, I believe in you. You will be a Kung Fu artist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. And we're going to hear a lot more about Kung Fu because the next question is, where? what is the what is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, absolutely. Still Ip Man. <laughs> but the whole series. The whole series of Ip yeah, Man. Yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome stuff. All right. Cool. And the next question is, we already know the answer, but... I don't know if you know. What movie would you choose if you were to play a character in it? And, you know, that's actually, uh, it depends on the story of the character because I thought like I would choose Iman, but then I thought like, okay, he has a very depressing story kind of because he was like, with this whole story with fascism and Hong Kong and stuff like that, this is kind mm -hmm. of hard, but like, 
If I could be a kung fu master, I would still choose him or or Jet Li in the film in the movie Tai Chi. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah I because that. I actually practiced Tai Chi myself, yeah, so it would be it nice. Would really be perfect. That would yeah. be in line. You don't need much practice yeah. at all. <laughs> that's awesome. So the that question actually came to me when I was watching. I was actually I was reading the book Ready Player One. And then oh. they, re- they they came out with the movie Ready Player One, yeah. and in the book you have to play the character of Matthew Broderick, and he and in the movie War Games, so you had to know all of the lines from that dialogue to be able to play that character. So in the movie, they changed it up, and instead of using War Games and Matthew Broderick's character, they instead used. Um, the Shining, where you have the two oh, twins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was really <laughs> nicely done. So that's where the question comes from. That if any of us were had the chance to pick a movie to be a character in it, what would it be? And Zanya said he would be a kung fu master yeah. in the movie Tai Chi, playing Jet Li. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question is: Who is your favorite superhero? I think still Superman, because oh, yes. and no, not Superman, Spiderman. Sorry, Spider-Man. because of like yeah, like this style of flying, it's just cool. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely it's so cool. Remarkable. It's it's very well done, and still to to this day, you know, uh, when they introduced Tom Holland in the was it Civil War when they introduced the the new Spider-Man <clears throat> coming in? He was introduced by Iron Man, and it was really cool. And then the the first Iron Man, the first Marvel MCU version of the Spider-Man came out with Tom Holland. That was very well done. But I still go back to my favorite, Matthew Broderick. No, 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 Tobey Maguire. Um, Spider-Man from 2000. Is it 2001 or 2002? It's also my favorite. It's, it's one of the yeah. best ones. It's the, so good. The, the score is so good. The the storyline and yeah. it's just really well done. <laughs> <laughs> Your headphones like... <laughs> I know. My, my son just jumped in. All right. This is the last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? I think risk still <laughs> risk is an awesome game we I, we used to play it a long time ago but uh, i would love to you, you know <laughs> love to play that again we don't have the board game anymore but we maybe have. that's something <laughs> maybe something to get for the, this pandemic <laughs> say hi to my son uh, this is Zenia. Uh, we're talking about Pinterest, we're talking about Kung Fu and Tai Chi and so many cool things, man. It's It's been awesome. So, Zanya, where can my audience find you? I believe you are on Pinterest. Of and course, YouTube. we are on Pinterest under House of Creators and we are on YouTube. Also, if you type in House of Creators, you'll see Vlada and Zanya House of Creators. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. On from there, we have everywhere backlinks. You're on YouTube right now. You're on YouTube right now. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yes, exactly. we are broadcasting this live to YouTube. So if anybody is watching this on uh Dude. On a replay, Dude. you know, give it give it a shout out. You and only have reach out to reach out to Zenya and learn more about him. We'll have the course link on the bottom where we can learn more about what to do with Pinterest and go crazy. Go crazy viral. traffic. Yes. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you so much for your time. This was really awesome talking with you. Till the next one. Till the next one. Congratulations. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode. Please send me an email at junaid at hacksandhobbies.com to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website.